Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Pull Up a Stump with your hosts, Cassie and Ryan. We're back, bitches. <laughs> We're back, bitches. <laughs> I love that. Let's crack a lacking, my girl. Uh, good day. Good day. That's all. You know, day, right, right side of the dirt kind of thing. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I haven't heard that since probably like I was a kid. That's hilarious. Oh my goodness. My clients say it all day long. I love it. Right side of the dirt. Yeah, right side of the dirt. And you're like, it's like so good. So dark, but so positive at the same time. Yeah. You're like, you doing okay? You need to do a little mental check in there? No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right side of the dirt oh my god i love that um all right well let's just roll right into our positive affirmation to get do you want to go first or want me to go first uh you went first last time so i'll go first this time. okay uh today i accept and let go of the things that i can't control and focus my energy on the things that i can that's like a modified serenity prayer moment there, hey? <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a little bit more in your face. Oh, I like it. Okay, bring it, bring it, bring it. So this is a reminder. You can be a good person with a kind heart and still tell people to fuck off when needed. <laughs> Amen. Primo, <laughs> baby. It's kind of like my, my, my new mantra, if you will. We're going to save that one. You could still be, I gotta, you should text it to me. I will. After this. That's hilarious. It's so freaking true though. And sometimes it's like that one TikTok that's rolling around. It's like, maybe this part of your healing journey is telling more people to fuck off. Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. I could do that a few more times and feel a little better about it. <laughs> but still I'm... to be kind and have a good heart. Yeah. It's just reserved for certain individuals. <laughs> <laughs> so what is our topic today, Cass? Um, relationships. Yes. Yes. So I think we have, because, you know, we talk all the time now. And I think that we talk a lot, right, about relationships, friendships, relationships. I mean, let's try to focus more on like the love end of really like relationship relationships more so than friendships. But you know, let's uh, dig into that. I don't really feel like friendships and relationships are that different. I feel like they go pretty close and specific hand in hand because there's a very large difference between what you need from a relationship or a friendship and what you want from a friendship or, and or a relationship. So I think they're fairly close. It's just you don't fuck your best friends, right? <laughs> not generally. Uh, mm, not generally. Rule of thumb, typically it's not the greatest <laughs> idea. But, you know, you can still have those same, like, wants for your friendships that you have for your relationships. But I yeah. think, you know, going into today's topic, it's, it's definitely more of, like, the relationship of, like, you know, love and respect and honesty communication like that whole trifecta of things yeah so probably you know like 
more true love but still want to choke you kind of relationships right well and i want to hear your point of view like and your stance i don't know the word like your story i guess at the moment versus mine because we are at two totally different points in our lives relationship wise right and so um it, i want to like you know bounce some shit off of you and let's just like let's just dive into it like you know yeah. like what the fuck is going on with relationships nowadays so um yeah you want to like give the rundown of your situation and then i can give my situation we'll just fill people in before we uh get rolling so or i can start. like in the honeymoon stage no i'm in like single as a pringle and you are freaking basically a wife <laughs> yeah, basically i mean like you're like seeing someone testing the waters checking it out you know kind of like doing the dog thing the butt sniff whatever whereas <gasps> like me <laughs> talking about where the dog thing i didn't get that in detail <laughs> whereas for me i have you know like matthew and i have been together for 13 years sometimes i don't understand how he's still breathing um but for the most part like it's a really funny situation and i have like a theme song for our relationship and it's a song by pink and lily oh. allen it's true love uh because there are days where like i just want to choke the life out of him and then moments when i realize like where would my life be without him or where would i be without him or what would my life look like if you weren't here and uh i think we've kind of like experienced a little bit of that because there was like you know a little hiccup in that 13 year it's to be expected but pretty much you know he kind of just stopped going away he just started always coming back and stopped going away and yeah he, did. he really did yeah like he just kind of one day was just like what are you doing nothing okay and yeah. then he just never left and i'm like all right so you're staying is what you're saying <laughs> good chat we didn't really talk about it much but you know at the same time he's like my best friend and like my big teddy bear and when there's something good that happens in my day i want to call and tell him and when there's something yeah. shitty that happens in my day i want to call him and tell him too the only frustrating part is when i'm excited about something and i call and tell him he's like cool well he's very like like monotone very unless dry. yeah 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 like unless yeah. it is something that he himself is like super fucking excited about it's like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you're like how was your day matthew good what yeah. are you doing mm -hmm. nothing yeah what are you doing later mm, may watch a movie like he's just so like meh <laughs> I think that's a lot of men though, but uh, <laughs> no, I can. And I think most people who have been in a relationship for like longer than like two, three years can totally identify with that. Like, oh, oh yeah. I want to freaking strangle him or her, mm -hmm. whatever. But I love them, but I couldn't imagine my life with them. But my life is so fucking hard with them sometimes, you know, like that whole like, doo -doo -doo -doo. yeah. And I honestly think it takes like a good year, like 
to two years. Like two once you've gotten into that like two, three year point, <laughs> that's when that I think really starts to understand. Cause I think in that first year, even when you have like squabbles or like you're annoyed with the person or like whatever, then like you're still so like new and in love and blah, 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 that it's pretty easy to like bounce back from those things in the first year, you know, where like, you're either going to, you're either going to bounce back or not, you know, but then once you start, like, you know, you've put some time in, you're in those like two, that two year, that three year mark. And, Mm -hmm. you know, more than likely you're possibly like living together and whatever. And then it's like, Fuck, like you don't bounce back from those things so much, so easily anymore. No, and I find in the beginning it's easier to <laughs> it's easier to apologize for the little things in the beginning. Mm. But then like after like 13 years, it's like, bitch, why do you not know this about me? <laughs> like, how have you not figured this out? You know, like at the at the 13 year mark, at like the five year mark, and then on from there, like you really should know how a person ticks yeah and if you're still doing the same shit that you know that person's gonna just like tick right themselves off the deep end like then you should really reevaluate your relationship on how much you know one another and how much you've actually spent time learning how to understand that person Mm. you know no relationship is ever going to be perfect but you're also going to have moments where you're two separate individuals with two different opinions on every aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you do have to find like that common ground and that happy medium. But if you're always kind of like poking the bear because you don't know where, when the bear's going to turn around and slap you, we have a problem. Yeah. You should know by that point, like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, he doesn't like it when I talk over him. I don't do that. I try and try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try to not do it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Right? Or like consciously remind yourself in those moments. You're like, let him finish first. Then you your turn, you know? Mm-hmm. Red light, green light, that little game you play in your head. <laughs> But then there are times where, you know, he'll do things that I've clearly expressed I'm not a fan of and I don't love and I refuse to tolerate. And then I get the whole like, (laughs) 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 and I'm like, are you for real? Like, you're supposed to apologize now. It's your turn. (laughs) Like, no. And then it's like pulling teeth. And then you get like that whole... Excuse me. You get that whole little like text message later. Oh God. And I'm like, really? 13 years and you're going to text me. I'm sorry. And then I write back. I do not accept. (laughs) (laughs) At all. Then you have to talk in person. Yeah. I'm like, "Uh, no. That's the thing too. Like. I, I'm such a freaking like in-person talker and I don't know if it's just the way that like the world is nowadays or people are just like scared. I don't know. But like 
don't fucking text me an apology. Like, don't fucking text me about the hard shit. Like, don't... I think texting as a whole needs to be reserved for, like, short conversations back and forth. Like, you know, like, if we're going to start typing novels, like, just call me. You know, or, like, let's just, like, talk in person. Because I really don't have fucking time to sit there and, like type away for the next five minutes i love to like the nail sound like like it's not like anymore just hop on the fucking phone like and i hate it i work on my phone right like i'm either on my phone or i'm on my computer so much and i that's just my job and so to like then need to also bring that into a relationship and like tech like bring the I'd rather just just call me like I literally just had this conversation the other day with somebody that uh somebody and I was like just call like that she's butt sniffing with the butt the (laughs) I was gonna say the butt boy but (laughs) 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 yeah no like butt sniffing situation that's going on getting to know one another dog style we'll we'll see we'll but but I, I'm with you. I agree 100%. Like, Seriously. I don't even understand how people do, like, the, the talk to text. Oh, like, the, I like that. Driving down the street and you're holding your phone, your car has Bluetooth capability. Let's let's be honest. Okay? Yeah. And you're like, Siri, text Cassie. What would you like to say to Cassie? Are we <laughs> the podcast tonight? Question mark? Question mark? Also, how did your day go? Oh, question mark, question mark. Also, what was the gift that was delivered today? Question mark, question mark. Like, are you kidding? Just be like, hey, Siri. Yes. Call Cassie. Calling Cassie Mobile. There it goes. Oh, no! <laughs> Calling Cassie Mobile. Right? Like, and he's Irish. But <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I thought I, yours sounded different. Yeah, I changed it because I'm weird. But, um,. It just makes so much more sense to call somebody. Yeah. And then you're one, you're not texting and driving or talk to text and driving, which sounds even more distracting, but that's not part of today. But then at least you're having like a wholesome conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't be together in person because like, you know, you work around the clock or I work weird hours or I work shift work, just call a person. Yeah. If you have like that important conversation that needs to happen, whether it's, you know, a good conversation, a bad conversation, or just a conversation in general that you need to have to like work through things or hash things out or, you know, talk about your day. It can be, you know, you're excited or this happened at work. I'm so whatever. Just fucking pick up the phone and call me. Don't text Seriously. Me. Hate it. Well, and because like texting as much as we're all used to it, like you can't, and this is a huge issue, right? You can't read tonality. And so like, if I'm texting you something that I'm fucking pumped about, and then you just go, yay, nice. And like, you didn't mean it bad, but like, it just comes off as yay, nice. And I'm sitting here like shitting my pants with excitement. And you're just like, meh. But really, you meant, yay, nice, but it didn't come off that way. Like, then I'm like, well, fuck you then. And then I don't want to talk to you, you know? Or, like, same with important shit. Like, especially if you have, like, a relationship like you have, 
um, and that I have had in the past. But like, if you have like a, a bantery type of relationship, and then you are trying to address something via text that is decently important, and it's coming off bantery, because that's just your shit. And so then that's not received well. And then all of a sudden you end up in like a text war of somebody being like, what the fuck? Like, you're not getting it. Like, just call me so I can hear the tone and what you're saying. And then we'll be able to like get this done and over with, you know? Why? Texting? I have no idea. No, exactly. Like it's. No clue. No, like just, yeah, just call me. But that's, yeah, that's just a thing like that doesn't happen anymore like i literally had to like give permission for someone to call me and i'm like that just seems like a normal thing but you know it just doesn't happen like everybody everything's online online dating everybody texts everybody you know oh do you like people ask for your like fucking snapchat or instagram before they ask for your phone number nowadays you know like this is just like the world that we live in Mm. and i mean yeah like people just don't want to pick up the phone and chit chat anymore i'm just like i don't understand why because to me that saves time like i could be doing i could walk around my house do dishes you know, fold some laundry, get shit done while I'm talking to you on the phone. I can't do all that while trying to text you as well. So I'm like liable to find myself locked in a closet. (laughs) Just text my way into a closet and then forget what I'm doing and then be like, oh my God, I'm stuck in a closet. Oh, (laughs) because I've texted myself into one. Like, no, but like, I'm the same way. I will hop on the phone with someone and I will like sweep my floor. I'll do dishes. I'll yeah. unload the dishwasher. I'll fl- freaking flip or fold laundry. And I know tons of people who turn on like TV shows for like background noise. I can't physically do that because I will want to watch the show. Mm-hmm. Right? Like background noise to me is music. I can't do a TV show and be like, oh my God, this bitch is dying. Like, no, I can't. Because I'm like, who's dying? Where? I don't remember that from that episode. Like, I can't <laughs> do that. Even if it's a series that I've watched, like, a plethora of times you know like i can't can't do it mm-hmm. i have to watch it and then i'm not cleaning i'm not doing anything because i'm like what's happening to dean and sam this week no <laughs> for all you supernatural lovers out there that was that was that but like <laughs> yeah so i listen to music and i mean like grungy 90 music the best oh yeah like save yeah. the last dance soundtrack the fullest <laughs> And uh, <clears throat> more often than not, sorry, I get laughed at for my dancing abilities. But uh, I usually end up getting a lot done and I don't even realize it. Yeah. I don't, I don't do the whole like texting while trying to function. No, I, I, I don't do it. like it. And then always then my texts do come off bad because like I do have a million things going on. And so I will text like, okay. Or like, thanks, you know, where just cause it's like, I got to get something in there, but I'm not being present. And I think there we go. I think that that is like such an issue in dating nowadays, potentially what's your opinion on in a relationship relationship 
but that like people being present is just not a fucking thing anymore. Like no. to like actually put in time into like this text or into like the questions you're asking. Like I don't fucking care what your favorite topping is on your fucking pizza, okay? I want to know, like, what are your dreams in life? What are your goals in life? Like, nobody wants to fucking be present in the conversation. Everybody is, like, dipping their fucking toes in a million different matches. And so you got to keep that shit easy, you know? And so it's, like, so hard. Like, it's, like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, and it's always been that way because I've always... I mean, I've always kind of dabbled in like the Tinder world and stuff whenever I'm single. And it's like, it's always like that. But it's, it, I think it's just getting worse and worse. Like people wonder why I go for old men because they, for, <laughs> I mean, there's more than one reason why I go for old men, but the, you know, why I go older because like those people still have those like kind of older school those values. values of like, you know, person to person interaction. Yeah. You know, like not this online world. When I think of like online dating, it's fine to start out with like the messaging, the texting, you know, like what are you into? What are your hobbies? That part's yeah. fine because you're actually taking the time to sit down and send those kinds of messages. But then you get to the point where then you're like, you know, texting each other via phone number and not just like through a, a third party app. app right. Yeah. And then you get to like phone calls and then you get to FaceTime and then you get to meeting one another. And I just, I think that once you get to like the actual, like either over the phone, verbal communication, FaceTiming, and then when you're comfortable enough to actually meet in person, that's when, you know, your active participation is valued the most. And that's when you actually get to know a person like, okay, yes, Cassie likes to hike and go for long walks on the beaches and she likes to hold hands with a light jacket in April, but like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but then you meet some of that person in person and all of a sudden it's like, you know, Cassie's like, you know, jacked up gym monkey and wants to go rock climbing. Like it's a very different story. <laughs> Sorry to use you as an example, but like it can be very like, you know, night and day versus what yeah. you're sending via message and what you're not sending. And like, I have gone and I've met people online dating and they're like, yeah, I really enjoy like the outdoors, blah, blah, blah. And like to them outdoors means like their backyard. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm like, uh, no, this is not it. Like outdoors to me is like, you know, backcountry roads, um, going on hikes, the mountains, yeah. You know? And I'm like, do, do I look like I hike up mountains? No, no. I like flat plane hiking because I'm just not that girl at the moment. Walking. And I've got a double MCL knee injury. The likelihood of me inclining up a mountain, zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> okay. But I will still put on those hiking boots and I will still go for like a legitimate hike or like down the river or, you know, whatever. That's outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. Not your backyard. I don't want to hang out in your backyard that looks like it hasn't been clipped or cleaned or like properly cared for and God knows how long. No. And like my backyard is like a freaking jail cell. It's an eight by 10. It's tiny. 
You have a cute backyard. Yeah, I mean, I can suntan it, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. But I think I you're have college students who live next door, and that's just a frightening sight for them. Oh, God. Oh, I was, I was, well, let's not even jump into that conversation. I'm college. They are the school. greatest neighbors ever. The other ones on the other side. Oh. Don't even get me into it. We'll talk about neighbors next week or something. Trust me. <laughs> but, okay. And then I hope they but. listen to it so they can hear it. <laughs> but like, I just feel like when you get to that point of online dating, and that's kind of where we're at right now, topic wise, is when you're in person and you're meeting each other, you know, you have to make sure that what you said via message is matches up. <laughs> right. Yeah. And if it's a little bit more extreme, be like, you know, just not to like freak you out, but I'm a little more hardcore than I had let on just because, you know, it could freak people out. Yeah. I I've literally Jim monkey before and I met him in person. I was like, no, <laughs> so, not that it's not a good thing. Like, you know, like you do you bro, like amazing, but like compatibility wise, clearly we are not that because I am not at that point in my life where one, I have enough time to spend that much time in the gym. And two, I really don't think you're going to appreciate how much time I have to spend in the, in the gym. Cause I feel like you spend most of your time there. <laughs> I got like maybe maybe a half an hour three days a week that's all I got meanwhile this guy's going like six days a week 4 a.m pumping it for an hour each day and I'm like I wish I had that determination but I do not because I like to sleep at 4 a.m <laughs> yeah I'll go back to sleep at 4 a.m because I've gotten up to go pee <laughs> well and that's it's scary. That's the thing too about like online dating is that and like the scary part is that you can create such a like falsity around who you really are because you know you can hand pick those pictures and how they look. You can, you know, all these things and so when we are still like stuck in that and people are refusing to get on the phone and like, you know, dodging to meet up and like dodging FaceTimes and all the shit where shit gets like actually more personal. Um, there's, you can create this, like whatever you want to be for however long, you know? And then all of a sudden you meet in person or it, whatever gets to that point And you're like, what the fuck you are, uh, not at all what I was expecting, you know? And like, that's so true about like compatibility and stuff like that. And I think because online dating is off the hop, a completely visual thing, right? It's like, oh, I find you hot, swipe right. I don't find you attractive, swipe left or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's in, it's, it starts off completely like on looks, and so I think if you, you know, I've been freaking guilty of it. Frick, I was guilty of it like so many times in my life where like I swipe on this guy who's just banging, like physically my freaking cup of tea. And then we're talking and I'm like looking at the conversation. And I'm like, dude, this guy's got either like fucking four brain cells left or like we are just not compatible in the least, but I'm still like, talking to him because he's physically like just great and it's like that is not okay 
And but it's like nobody nowadays is like focused on or not nobody, but very few people, you know, nowadays are focused on the compatibility aspect and truly like digging down into like, would we be able to shack up and live a life together and be in each other's lives every single day? Or would I hang you from the fucking ceiling? (laughs) Option two. Like, seriously, I don't know if it's, it's a scary thing, but that's what, you know, everybody's just like, oh, your ass is so nice. They're like, oh, you go, you like movies? It's like, what the fuck? We are all like 30 plus here. Some of us have kids. Like, I don't have time to beat around the bush and tell you what my favorite color was and what fucking toenail shade I have on today. Like, I want to freaking. What's your favorite scary movie? I was like, what are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> My favorite scary movie. Uh, no, I'm I don't watch scary movie. movies. Um, but, no, you know, but like, we gotta, we can't, like, like, let's dig into this shit. Like, let's get to know each other, you know? Especially when there's kids involved. Like, dating well, with kids? Oh, my God. Well, Whole other like, you know, dating with kids aside, there's, there's this the very specific rule when it comes to kids is if that other person that you're seeing has kids and say, you don't. Okay. Let's go at this at a different angle. So he has children. You don't have kids. You're going to, you as a person need to first and foremost, have a complete understanding that that man's children are coming first. Mm -hmm. Right. You need to make sure that you're putting it out on the table that like, listen, your kids come first. I don't ever want to hear tell that you've put them aside uh, on account of me. Like I will straight up, like you want to get ghosted. That's how you do it. Yeah. But you know, like then there's also a plethora of people out there that are like, well, it's not my problem. You have kids and I should still come first disgusting human beings you all are yeah number one because if you're not okay with the kids menu don't date people who have children don't get involved with people who have kids if that's not your forte it is okay for you to be upfront and honest and be like sorry man kids aren't my thing like you're really nice i've enjoyed conversation it's been great blah 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 but you know now you've brought up the fact that you have kids I'm going to check out at this point. I'm sorry, but it's it, honestly, I would rather you be that bluntly honest with me than like we meet in person and we're enjoying each other's time. And then, you know, the conversation of like, I have kids comes up, whether it's in the very beginning or right at the, like, you know, when, before you're meeting, it really doesn't matter. You choose when you're ready to like divulge that, like, Hey, by the way, I've got kids. If you haven't upfront already on your profile. Yeah. And some people don't want to because some people like they, they get judged because they have kids and, uh, I would rather you be brutally honest with me. So that way we don't waste each other's time. Yeah. And it's like a whole nother like plethora of why can't people just be honest? Why can't people just upfrontly say, I'm okay with this. I'm not okay with this. Yeah. This bothered me. This didn't bother me. Like, why is it you have to sit there and be like, oh, okay, well, I really don't like the fact that she's got kids and I really don't like the fact that he has kids. And 
this isn't what I was looking for, but I really like this person, but I don't like, you know, and like, why are you going to beat around the bush? Like mow through that shit. <laughs> and then just tell me straight up, be like, okay, I'm not a fan of the, of the, of the kid's menu. I'm sorry. And then you don't waste each other's time. You can then, you know, like carry on talking to whoever else they can continue talking to whoever else. No one's going to be upset because, you know, three days down the road, you're going to be like, oh, well. But if you go and like you meet this person and you actually, you know, develop like some kind of mutual feelings for one another. Now you're in an awkward situation of like, oh, OK, we'll do like I tell this person I don't want to talk anymore because she's got kids or he's got kids and just make it weird across the board and then it'd be bothersome. And then you're kind of creating a little bit of like a traumatic response or PTSD, if you will, that the very mm -hmm. next person that you talk to is going to be like, bye bitch, you have kids. Yeah. You know? No. And I think for some, like this whole upfront honesty thing, whether it's about children <laughs> or basically anything, you know, everybody's so afraid to be up front like oh I'm gonna get attacked or like I don't want to you know come off as clingy or I don't want to come off as you know too direct or I don't want to you know come off as this that and the freaking other and it's like just like say it like why do we need to like frick if I'm feeling it I'll say it you know like yeah. and maybe that's a good quality maybe that's a bad quality I don't know like fuck but like it's like just say it. Like, I don't understand, but everybody, like, I don't know. We've just become this world where everybody is so afraid of the repercussions, whether positive or negative. Like, oh, if I tell him, you know, oh, we've only been talking for like, I don't know, a month. And like, I think I'm falling for this guy. Like, okay, cool. Like that, what the fuck is wrong with that? Or it's like, okay, we've been talking for a month and like I'm really not fucking feeling this guy anymore like tell him like what why do we have to be so afraid to be honest with the truth when it's like really in all reality like let's look at this here there's a million and bajillion bajillion but there's a million people like let's just say on this planet you know that could potentially be the person that like you've been dreaming of so by you freaking beating around the bush and scared to say this and, you know, blah, 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 you are just wasting your own damn time too. You're wasting that person's time. But like, let's just say you're wasting your own damn time of like potentially finding someone that could fuck you better and could love you better and could fit better in your life. So it's like, you just gotta be upfront and honest, man. Like, I don't understand. Do you know what the other thing about dating that really pisses me off? And it has always pissed me off ever since I was like, ever since like my first real boyfriend, Alex and freaking, I've never, it's like the whole timeline that we put on being able to like, what is appropriate time to like, tell this person how you really feel. Like, it's like, oh, you can't say I love you just yet. Oh, you can't say you like them too much just yet. Like, it's too early. It's too. Yeah. Who the cares? If I love you or if I feel like my feelings are super fucking strong or like whatever, like 
and we're three days in, like, I do not care. Maybe three days is a little early, but you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 like, oh, you have to wait until like two months before you can say I love you. Or like, you have to wait until you've done X, Y, and Z before you can say I love you. Or like, what? and it's like, why? Like, you, uh, why can, why is it okay for me to like tell my girlfriend, like, we, my girlfriend, like you and I, we go out. I mean, we don't really say it to each other, but like, you know what I mean? Like you go out with your girlfriends and you're like, love you, bitch. Or like, love you, girl. And that's okay. After like one fucking girl's day. But then with a guy, like all of a sudden it's bad. And like, there's a difference in my opinion towards loving someone and being in love with someone. And that to me is very, very like, like, and I'm sure all the moms on, not all of them, but like, you know, moms would understand this too, is that like, like my son's baby daddy, for example, I love him. I am not in love with him. I love him as a person and I love him for the the baby that he gave me. But like, that's not in love. So like, there could be the same thing with like a new person. Like I could love you at this point. Maybe I'm not like, in love with you and like I want to marry you and like all that so what's the why do we have to wait why do we have this timeline on this big work you know what I'm trying to say I do and I don't at the same time but that's a, a lot of my issues just me but the the difference between loving a person for who they are and being in love with them is a very very large difference yeah right so <clears throat> I agree. I could say that I have certain friends that that I love with like my whole heart. You know what I mean? I would do anything for. And it's the same as like my own sisters. I love them from the bottom of my heart. Whereas I feel like relationship love comes from a different place. It's not like from the bottom of the heart. It's not because when you are in love with someone, you're in love with them with not only your heart and your soul and your mind. Yes, but I 100% agree on that. But why why can we not say it until we... Because if you say like, I love you, that person might be expecting you to love them with your heart, mind, and soul. I see. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And they might take it as in, in that way. Whereas you're just saying like, no, man, I love you as a person. And then they're like, well, what does that mean? Well, I love who you are. I love your attitude, your personality. I love your mannerisms. I love your humor. Um, I love your wittiness. Like there's a lot of different ways to tell someone that you love them. And no, I don't think you should hold back and be like, oh my gosh, I have to wait until it's like, you know, 14 months, 363 days, like you know, you're, you're going to wait until you're comfortable to tell them that you love them, but you could like, you know, two weeks from now, you could look at the guy that you're seeing and be like, you know, I really love you as a person. I love you. Like, I love your wittiness. I love your personality. I love your soul. You know, I love who you are. But if you're going to say, I love you in that way, it needs to be accompanied by what it is you love yeah you know but when you're ready to tell someone that you're fucking in love with them then that's different that's when you point blank look at them and be like 
I'm, I'm in love with you. Yeah. But you're saying I'm in love with you. Not just like, love you, man. <laughs> right. High five. Hi, bye. <laughs> right. So like, there's, there's a very big difference of like telling someone you're in love with them and telling someone that you love, you know, certain parts about them. Yeah. And I don't think you should have to wait to tell someone that you love certain parts about them. You know, like I, I love Matthew for 100% who Matthew is. He is the weirdest person ever. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a lot of friends that can attest to this and would agree to that because he is super strange and awkward. He kind of acts like the big brother you never wanted. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. He's all, he can also be that like weird, creepy, quiet guy who chills in the corner and you're wondering if he's got a bomb under his coat. <laughs> Do not listen to this part of the episode in an airport on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not safe for work. NSFW. Um, but like then he's got... You know, I love his quirky personality. I love when he hears like a song that he listened to like with his mom and he starts dancing around like a weirdo and like he bops his head as he's dancing. And you're like, oh yeah, okay. Like I love those things about Matthew, like his character. And I could honestly, after two weeks of knowing Matthew, the second time around, because we met when we were 15, but we didn't reconnect until I was 19. I don't remember this story. Yeah. Yeah. I met Matthew when I was 15, going on 16. I was dating someone at the time. Awful relationship. Won't even go there. Um, Super toxic and abusive. But, you know, whatever. We live and we learn. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And I actually, we we have mutual friends together, but we never hung out with those mutual friends in the same circle. Hmm. And so I met him at a house party and he thought I was like the cutest thing ever. I was slightly drunk and like sat on his lap. I'm like, what's your name? And then I just took off running. And, uh, <laughs> and then later in life, uh, I was 19 and that same mutual friend came back into mine and my roommate's life. And Matthew just happened to be along for the ride. And I was like, well, I like you. Let's just hang out. And then we hung out for months and months and months. And I was like, so like, what are we? Like, are we in a relationship? Because you're here almost daily. And like, we sleep together a lot. (laughs) So like, what are we? And it wasn't until like three months after that conversation that he was like, well, I guess we're kind of dating. Oh, yeah. Took forever. Take your freaking time, why don't you? Yeah, it was almost like a full year. And like he would all of a sudden be like studying for his exams down at like, you know, Devonian Gardens, which he never <laughs> did. Sister sold a total turtle from there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I you know. Um, <laughs> but like you've never gone down to study there before. The only reason why you're doing it now is because it's down the street from my apartment. Oh, and then like his mom would ask him like, well, where are you going? Are you coming home tonight? And he'd be like, well, I'm just going to a friend's. 
And she's like, well, I'm not stupid. So what's her name? And it was like, oh, okay. That was super awkward. So it was probably like, I don't know, a good year before we actually like agreed that we were in some form of a relationship or dating for whatever the hell that means. But like in that entire we didn't were you still like messing around with other oh okay no nope, definitely not because i didn't until the other day i really didn't understand the concept of what that was because <laughs> i just don't get it you know and uh yeah like it just it was weird i was like okay so we're dating but what does that mean and i asked cassie about this the other day i was like hey, i have a question about this whole like dating nonsense because I hear words and I hear like topics where it's like, oh, we're dating or, oh, we're seeing each other or, oh, we're exclusive. What the fuck is exclusive? Like, why? You and me, baby. That's right? it. Like, if you're dating, that means yeah. you guys are going out on dates or having like dinners or like spending time with one another. But then you're also like going on dates and having dinner and spending time with other people too. Yes. And it's like, okay. But like, do, do the people know? I think should they know? that is, I think that that is a situational thing, right? Like, I think if there is like a clear understanding that like me and so-and-so are like really feeling this thing and, you know, then... I'd probably run it by them or like let them know that, you know, I am seeing other people like you do realize that, right? Or something like that. But like, if this is just a super casual thing and like, you know, we go out for freaking wings here and there, like you don't need to know what I'm doing the other freaking six days of the week. I think it's situational. And I think it also depends how much you like that other person because like, if I don't really like you, I'm not going to tell you. But if I like quite like you and like, you know, we do have quite a connection, I'd probably tell them. And then like, but, when but I don't think you that have point, to. Yeah. And you're like seeing other people. And then with the, this person, like, you know, okay, so let's say you pick one. <laughs> do you then tell everybody else like oh hey by the way like we can't talk it like it's just so awkward i think that you once you pick that person you know you have that conversation of being like so like are we seeing other people blah 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 and then you know then no and then i think it goes into like okay now we're like just seeing each other like before you even have like the exclusive conversation but then in regards to like other people I think maybe if you had like another guy or two guys or whatever, three guys that were like quite serious people as well, like potential matches, like good people, then yeah, you should probably let them know like, hey, by the way, like I would anyway, I'd be like, hey, like, just to let you know, like, I've been, I've really enjoyed you, but I, I have kind of started to seriously see someone. So I'm just going to pursue that. Like, sorry, but thank you, you know, kind of thing. But if it's just like, I'm not going to reach the whole fucking roster and be like, by the way, bye, by the way, bye. Like, no. Like a mass group message. Be like, dun, dun, dun. Sorry, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like that's kind of crappy then because like, you know, what if like, 
you know, something doesn't work out, do you like go back to these other people and be like, hey, by the way, it didn't work out. Would love to chat. <laughs> so I don't think you should have to tell everyone because like, it's like, yeah, like once you have that like quote unquote breakup text, it would be kind of hard to go back and be like, oh, so that one didn't work out. Like, do you want to try again? You know, I, I don't know. I think I feel like that's really super weird. Like, it, I, I get it to a degree where like, no, you don't have to really divulge everything that you're doing, you know, but then for me at the same time, like, I think I would be a little offended. If what? If they were like, well, you know, like, I'm talking to like three other females, I'd be like, then why are you still on here? <laughs> like to me like I would go and I would like you know meet someone or talk to someone and like have like concrete conversation and feel good about it and then I would take myself off the situation altogether and like I would that? focus on that person yeah okay. and I would focus on like that person and let them know like I'm not talking to anybody else but that's just a respect thing for me you know I don't think there's anything wrong with that either and that's more kind of like my style. Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, yeah, no, like I'm, I'm good. Like I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I recently did that. And I was like, I'm, you know, just so you know, the app has been deleted, you know? So I, I don't just, just. Who are you talking to you? right now? <laughs> so I'm like, mm, just, just saying. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. But, like, I don't think everybody needs to do that. I don't think that's, like, a rule against, like, across the board in dating. But, I mean, yeah, for sure. It'd be, like, so just, I mean, at the same time, it's a lot to fucking handle. Like, if you have multiple matches and there's all these fucking people trying to have conversations with you and it's, like, <laughs> lose track of what conversation is what conversation or, like, what you've told this person already or like have you already told this person your favorite color and then you go to tell them again and you're like shit i forgot that i told you already i thought i was telling michael like you know so it's like <laughs> does nobody hear the red flag in that like for me i would be like oh my god okay so what did we talk about last week yeah like <laughs> you're the one with the grandmother right <laughs> you know like it just i feel like that's just so difficult to do like yeah. kudos to people who can juggle like that because like fuck i can't even juggle my work schedule like that i mean in the beginning it's possible right like of course so you first sign on this is just my experience but you know you first sign on get swiping and it's and you've got all these things yes. and then it's like okay like it's easy in the beginning but then I think for me like very most times anyway that I've ever gotten on to like a site or like a app or whatever it's like for the intention like ultimately is to potentially like find a person like I, I don't I've never really like joined one of those apps to be like I just need to find someone for Saturday night, you know, like that's never really been my thing. So I do like put some effort into the conversations and weed out, you know, some few narrow them down to like five, then narrow it down to like 
to, you know, kind of thing. I feel and like then there's certain apps that are for that and certain apps that are for the more relationshipy side of things. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I literally just experienced this, okay? This guy, I matched with him. Well, not just. It was like, whatever. But it. so I matched with this dude, super hot dude. And then we're just chit-chatting. And he's like, so you want to, like, meet up, like, for, like, food? And I was like, sure. And then he suggested a bar. And I was like, well, I don't drink. So maybe we could not go to a bar. And he's like, oh, maybe my place. And I was like, mm. I'm like, mm, maybe, like, a restaurant. And Yeah, uh, like, Tony Roma's, Montana's, fucking Eastside Mario's, bro. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, what did he say? I can't remember, like, another thing. And I was like, I don't think, like, you're very hungry or something. Like, I made, like, a kind of a ha-ha about the fact that I don't think you actually want to go to a restaurant. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm hungry, just not for what's at a restaurant. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Okay, we need to dive into this for a few minutes. Instantly unmatched. I was like, nope. Okay, we're <laughs> we're off. Like, oh, no, like there is some, and don't get me wrong, okay, guys, men out there, if anyone's listening, we're not attacking you. Women are just as bad. Oh, 100%. I'll, I'll say this right now, okay? Yeah. Because for someone who, you know, uh, is uh, on the, you know, both sides of the fence kind of thing, she swings back and forth. Uh, <laughs> women are just what, that mean? what do you mean bisexual LGBT oh, plus okay okay whatever okay I can't remember the whole thing because I just don't keep up on most trending topics but uh <laughs> so you know you're you're online and you're meeting people and you're texting and like yes of course your profile pictures are like your best angles you take good photos of yourself and women put time and effort into these photos. Okay, there are angles, there's thoughts, there's a process. You you know, push that hip out to get that booty round. Like we do a lot of Oh, I'm good at this. <laughs> we do a lot of things for our photos, okay? Yeah. Um not only for ourselves to make ourselves feel, you know, like self-consciously good about what we're putting out there into the internet, into the world, but also so that way we can go fishing and be plentiful when we're done but men are the same way and some men are really good at it and some men are really crappy at it like all men have this photo and you're going to use this as a thumbnail (laughs) what is this photo why are we doing this and then you've got some men who are like laying down (laughs) in their bed and again it's like (laughs) (laughs) why (laughs) but then you have like the adventurous types who are like you know they take a picture but we've all got this photo too on there yeah because you're but it's a fish thermo flask yes no it's a fish (laughs) matthew's profile picture (laughs) if he ever had one that would be his picture 100 (laughs) percent But like, yeah, and they're they're just terrible. But then you start talking to someone and someone messages you and you get the whole like, oh, hey. And you're like, hi. And they're like, want to fuck? And you're like, not you. 
<laughs> you know, oh. my name is so-and-so what's your name and they're like oh, i don't really care about what your name is and you're like wow okay all right and then you there's like the whole other spectrum of online dating and messaging and then you receive messages from someone who and they're like what's your five-year goal <sighs> you know where do you where do you see yourself in five years in a relationship being a homeowner do you have a dog or a car and i'm like I'm sorry, are you trying to sell me insurance? Yeah. <laughs> like, what this is this? a this? job interview? <laughs> and I'm like, in five years, I just see myself on the right side of the dirt. How about you? <laughs> like, I don't know what five years is going to look like. I could decide that I'm going to move into a freaking, uh, a hollowed out, like RV style bus and live off the grid. Right? Or. Yeah. I could still be living in the same condo that I've been living in for the last 13 years. I couldn't imagine them. wanting to kill my neighbors, <laughs> except for the college students. They're good kids, but like, right. I don't. And then the amount of times where it's like, oh, Hey, well, like want to want to meet up and you're like, well, no, I can't. Well, why? Yeah. Because my son is home sleeping yeah if you think for one second that i'm coming to your house yes let's put myself in the dangerous situation <sighs> at least in my house i know where the knives are yeah like like hello but no you're not no. coming to my house numero uno where my kid is yeah no mm -mm. he's the man of the house not you but then again how forward do you have to be to be on an online dating app being like, Hey, nice to meet you. How's it going? Want to fuck? Can I come over? Yeah. Sure. Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> like, no, you can't come over and take pictures of me. No. And that's, it's so right or left field on the apps, you know, like it literally it is. It's either pardon girls are even worse mm, yeah they're like well i can come over and you're like no my child is home you can just tell them that we're friends we're girls i mean she's not wrong no but... definitely not but i'm fairly positive those sounds don't come from besties <laughs> and if he happens to wake up what am i supposed to explain to him yeah like, oh, this is what you do with your friends <laughs> mommy was just checking for an ingrown hair <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> but like you know if you're going to be on these dating apps and you're going to be on these you know these things to like meet people whether it's for you know friends with benefits just like a quickie whatever you're on it for relationship long term you know i've ha i have a friend she was on plenty of fish she met a guy oh, and plenty God. of fish is the scariest place in the world sorry plenty, plenty of fish, fish is the worst one yep and she literally is marrying the guy she met on there i mean cool and they've been together for the last eight years i'm like that was like the one gem in the shit pile you managed to find yeah <laughs> Like congratulations, tell us your secrets, but mm -mm. like everything else, 
if you're only on there for specific reasons, then fine. But let that be known. And don't match with people just because like, oh, she's hot. She's hot. She's hot. Two out of those three she's hots could be moms. Yeah. Or especially like those three she's hots could be looking for a relationship. And all mm-hmm. you're looking for is like a romp session. I mean, one thing that I did notice is like, I remember way back in the day getting onto like Tinder um, and stuff was like, they didn't have the question of like what you're looking for. Whereas like in the last few years, they have introduced that where they, you have to select like, Oh, a relationship or just fun or like, you know, whatever. And so there is that option. It's just, I'm sure a lot of people don't answer honestly, but um, yeah, there is, you know, that there now so that you can literally push like, just for fun or, you know, looking for marriage. So that's good. Cause I mean, it does weed out a few, but I mean, looking I still did manage. I did still manage to come across Mr. I'm not hungry for what's at a restaurant. And I was like, Oh God, tacky. just tacky, you know, seriously, like, hold yourself to a level of like class or just respect yourself enough. To not be that tacky. You can be We were cheesy. literally like be cheesy. We were literally this is cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were literally like six messages in. Whoa. Not even it's like, hi, hi. How how are you? Good. You? Good. What are you doing? And I think I was like, Oh, I'm just booting around or something. Oh, we should go out for dinner or lunch or something. I'm like, oh yeah? well, yeah, we should go here. And I was like, well, no, don't drink. And then, oh, well, my place. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. All right. So we don't even have like two hands worth of fingers of messages yet. And you're already like, come two suck my dick. Worth of fingers. <laughs> <laughs> two hands worth of fingers. Ten. 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 What do they mean to you specifically? Like when okay. you think of like, when you think of the word relationship or being in a relationship and having specific needs and specific wants from a certain person, you know, like what, what exactly is more important to you, what you want or what you need from that other person? Because mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, what you want isn't exactly necessary and what you need is most important. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times people get those two things very, very confused and they tend to lean more on what they want because there's, you know, this whole, like, you know, my self-worth, I want to know what that is, or I do know what that is and it's worth more than this. So this is what I want out of a relationship. I think what it really boils for me anyway, for me, what it boils down to. And I think that is what I need is what is going to make this relationship last through the hard shit. And if they don't have those things that I need, then we ain't going to get, we're not going to get there because life is just, you know, a hard fucking battle versus what I want is like, 
I want you to have these things after you have the things that I need. Like, if you just have the things that I want and you don't have the things that I need, then, like, uh, on to the next, you know? Because at at the end of the day, when life gets tough, you know, when my kids start being shits, when my two baby daddies start fucking throwing some drama in, you know, all these things are like, you know, you have stuff going on. If you don't have the things that I need out of a person, like, we will probably fail. And then the want doesn't really matter at all. Yeah. hundred percent agree. And then with wants and needs, every person is individual, mm-hmm. right? Like there's always been that, um, love language thing. Oh yeah. I Big love language. 100% believe in love languages. I really, oh, yeah. really do. And 100%. I'm also a hundred percent a believer that the way that you love somebody is how you want to be loved. That's you showing them how you want to be loved. So when you go out of your way to, you know, like surprise someone or do something nice for someone that they maybe weren't expecting or, you know, didn't think about in general, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you would also, that's what you need back. I see what you're saying. I do not agree with you. Really? Yeah. So like if I were to like, you know, send you a good morning text or a good night text every single day, you wouldn't reciprocate that back thinking like this is how this person wants to be loved. I mean, yeah, maybe I misunderstood what you said. Maybe. Because in my (laughs) mind, I think, no, because that makes sense. But like, I thought you were saying like your... Your love language in which you receive love is the same love language as how you send love. And that doesn't, that's not true. No, but I kind of think it is though, because like when, like, so I'm like an acts of service communication, um, like kind of love person. I don't really care about like the gifts. I don't like that's not gifts is last for me but i like to buy gifts for people if you brought me a coffee or like a tiffany's bracelet i'm gonna like the coffee more yep that's me and then the whole like affectionate side of things not me i'm like a cat when i want you to like you know be affectionate and i want to be affectionate i'll come to you but if you come at me because your love language is affection and touch and feel and all those things, I will 100% just kind of like shut down and be like, oh, no, no, no. Until you stop touching me Mm -hmm. and then I'm okay. (laughs) But I've learned that for someone whose love language is, you know, uh, touch and affection, when you don't either allow them to have that or try and like compromise that that scenario for them mm-hmm. that they feel unloved. Like, yeah. oh, well, you won't let me love you. Yeah. But it's because that's how they want to be loved is by that touch and that affection. Does it I make see what you're saying. Now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm like trying to break yeah. it down and like make it sound proper. 
but it, no. it's not coming out the way I want it to in my brain. But I just feel like if we spend the time to actually get to know a person as an individual and get to know and understand and have an understanding of their needs and wants, then things like, you know, receiving a really pretty gift out of nowhere isn't just like in the beginning stages of your relationship, then you can continue those things on throughout the, your, your entire relationship, you know, cause like say six years from now, are you going to get that same kind of a gift or is that just in the beginning? Because we want to like, wow, somebody mm -hmm. that's my skeptical side of things. Like I believe more in witches and ghosts than I do that, you know, people are nice in the beginning and at the in the long term of relationships because everything's fun in the beginning and then you get mm -hmm. comfortable and complacent and then they're just like oh well you know i didn't i didn't think you would want me to do that again or well like i, already I have that. i have a theory about this that i need to get out now or else i'm gonna freaking forget it so my theory my theory on this is that basically like what you're saying, right, is that it dies down. So that, for it not to die, needs to be a conscious, like, choice that you're making basically every day. Like, I'm like that quote from, or, like, the thing that people say, like, love is a choice. And I don't, love is not a choice in the very beginning. You You either fall in love with someone or you don't fall in love with someone, right? Like, the feeling of it. But to continue to be in love is a choice and in in my opinion and so and that also transfers into making the choice to continue to not become complacent in your relationship will there be like dry spells will there be days and months or you know a year where like shit kind of got a no, no 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 not so fine and dandy we didn't like go to the movies all the time yeah 100%. But I think that it is a choice that you need to make now I think that that choice is not always made on just because like I like you or not, right? It is if your freaking boxes are not being ticked. So this person is, you know, at the very base, like communicating or being um, like helping around the house, like, or, you know, little things, right? Like you, that person as an individual needs to bring to the table enough that like you can continue to make that choice if that makes any sense um but i think complacency happens when boxes are not being ticked people are feeling unheard um people are feeling misunderstood and not supported and then we become complacent and then all those like cute little gifts and, you know, the physical touch and the acts of service, like sweeping up my freaking floor or whatever, those all start to go away. And then you end up in this like freaking cycle of just like, we just don't do those things anymore. And it's like, no, you, you do and you should, but you're no longer making the choice to. Yeah. for whatever reason yeah i agree you know yeah like and i'm i've been there too right like i'm not i've not always been like fuck alex and i were together for like basically like eight years 
Like we met when I was 16 and like we fucking grew up together, you know? And so, and like shacked up at 18, like I've been there, I've done this whole thing before. I've had long-term relationships and like, yeah, that complacency does kick in. But I also know for me, like I stopped choosing to love that person. I got complacent in, this is what I was trying to say. I got complacent in the feeling of love which made the act of love go away. And I think the act of love is choosing to love said person and doing all these things for this person. Yeah. So you or can become just spending the time to understand and know a person. Yeah. I feel like that made way more sense in my head than what I was able to get out, but I hope that made like it's some hard, sense. right? <laughs> yeah. In my head I was like, this makes fucking sense. And then I was trying to say it and I'm like, I don't sound like I'm making sense. Um but no, I think, yeah, people like I mean, obviously there's external factors, right? We have kids, we have jobs, we have life, we have, you know, people dying, we have fucking the plague. We've got all these things going on in life that do like take you off of your path of like making this person and the act of love being a priority. But like, I think, you know, love is, it's more than just like this feeling you have in your gut. Like love is hard work and to stay in love is hard work. And that is what makes relationships last is when you choose to stay in love with this person. And that means, yeah, continuing to evolve with this person, continuing to listen to that person and, be there for that person and help that person and laugh with that person and, you know, cry with that person and all these things. That's what being in love is to me. With a small, fine line of still wanting to choke them. A hundred percent. I feel like I'm always going to be like, you're like the angel of the podcast and I'm like the devil of the podcast. And whether we're talking choke them in the bedroom or choke them in real life, you know, fine line there too. <laughs> Is it really though? <laughs> like subtle anger. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, how do we make this look like an accident and happened at work? <laughs> oh no. You're like we fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. Relationships can be hard or relationships can be, you know, they, they can be easy is, is it, it's your choice if you want it to be hard. And if you want to be that difficult person in a relationship where you have to like argue and, you know, everything has to be just, you know, rightfully so car- compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got this. word fast at all um into its own little like boxes and areas and I just for me I like relationships to have I I, I like mine to have a flow just an easy simple laid-back flow and for me that's easy it's just tell me what we're doing and when we're doing it and I'll know when because I don't forget anything and I can I can go by that Mm -hmm. but if you don't say nothing and there's no level of communication and you're leaving me in the dark oh my gosh Put someone who's ADHD unmedicated in the dark and see what happens. We don't function well. Yeah. We can't. I don't know how. It's painful. Yeah. 
And then I'm like asking 99 questions instead of two questions. I hope Matthew listens to that part. <laughs> I said it just for you, babe. <laughs> you would assume after 13 years that we would communicate a lot better than we do. But like sometimes we don't have to communicate at all. We know exactly what one another is saying. Whether it's happy or mad. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> I communicate too much and Matthew doesn't turn his thoughts into words and he just assumes that I know what they are. Oh, yeah. Right? Or I'll look at him and be like, your turn. There's <laughs> rent free in my head. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and then turns into a horror movie but yeah no i just i have to accept that that's how he works and i get it he's not a big communication person and he's not really a big talker at all Okay. no idea <laughs> but imagine if you were both talkers you know or like that would not be good too so maybe it's well, good that no like i wouldn't even mind like if, if we're gonna have like you know some kind of like an argument or like if we're gonna have like an open debate like debate back with me man Please. that's different though I think, I think that's different. Like that is like, I feel like there's always going to be someone in the relationship. That's like a more open communicator in the sense that like, I'm mad right now, or I'm sad, or this made me really happy. Blah, blah, blah. Like, imagine if you were both like that, like, that'd be like, Whoa, dude, like there's so much fucking emotion going on in this house all the time. <laughs> like we are just always telling each other, like that'd be a bit much. So that's good. But when we like to have a balance there, um, but <clears throat> yeah, when we're talking about like, if we're having an argument or like we're having a serious discussion or like we're having a debate, like fucking talk back. Like I want to have a conversation. I don't want to have a conversation with a wall. Okay. I want to have yeah. a conversation with you. No, that, yeah. It doesn't have to be complex conversation. Like I'm not oh. looking for you to recite like, you know, pie to me. <laughs> I just want you to like, you know put in some kind of an opinion or a thought or a feeling and it's simple we'll start simple mm -hmm. like c is for cat okay <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's fine as long as you are trying to put some effort in i'm going to value that like a hundred and ten percent you know and effort I feel like so... most relationships would effort in like any area you know like is just so sexy like yeah. effort is sexy like That's you what want makes your... you attracted to a person not just what they look like but like yeah. you can be physically attracted to someone based off of the fact of like you know you wash the dishes and you freaking dry them and you put them away oh damn right mm -hmm. but then you can also find someone attractive because they are open and vulnerable with you. That's attractive too. You yeah. know, intimacy is a very big, broad spectrum. It's not yeah. just 
physical, whether you're, you know, where it be someone's looks or the, the actual act of sex itself. Intimacy can be verbal. It can be mental. It can be, you know, watching him cook dinner and you're like, I'm not hungry for chicken anymore. <laughs> you know what okay, I mean? Okay, guy from the dating app. Yeah. <laughs> Skip your restaurant. Let's just go to my place. But <laughs> there's nothing more attractive than like getting home from work, especially for someone like myself as I work shift work. My shifts are all different all the time. It's never consistent or the same where I can have that routine where it's like, okay, I'm home at four, make dinner for six. Like I don't have that luxury, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I work until eight. Sometimes I work weekends. Sometimes I'm off at one o'clock in the afternoon. It's ever constantly changing. So when you come home at the end of your day and you realize that you haven't had dinner, you haven't peed in four hours because well you're a hairdresser and that's just not something that we do no okay we also don't eat i had peanuts for lunch today peanuts <laughs> <laughs> and a pop tart that was in my backpack from saturday probably squished and crumbled oh, squished to death still a really good pop tart <laughs> but <laughs> then you get home and all of a sudden you like walk through the door and your man's cooking dinner? Okay. Honey, we having a different kind of popsicle tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the fruit roll-ups? Okay. Like, yeah, the fruit roll-up challenge, there's two different kinds, you know. Uh, one involves ice cream and the other involves... Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Try it. But... <laughs> Um, it's, I've seen it on TikTok and it's hilarious. There's this girl, she's like, so I met this guy and we went on a date and like, I put a fruit roll up around his member and gave him, you know, a little blow fest and he Amazoned her a box of 72 fruit roll ups. Oh, for a second. I was like, what's Amazon? Is that a freaking new term in the back? When no. you said he Amazoned, I was like, what does that mean? Like pinned up against a fucking tree? Yeah, Amazon. No, no. He, he Amazon literally her. Amazoned her a 72 count box of fruit fucking roll-ups. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Right then and there, I'd be like, you're a keeper. Yeah. 100%. I know what you're insinuating with this gigantic box of fruit roll-ups, but like, game. Let's go. Fucking checkmate, dude. Let's do it. We got blue raspberry or multi-flavor? And <laughs> be like, schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> right? Like, fucking hilarious. Love it. <clears throat> and those playful things in relationships, they need not die. No. You need to keep those fun, playful things alive. There are times where, like, me and Matthew will banter at one another or we'll, like, pick at each other. And people think that we've like, they're like, do you guys generally even like each other? Like you're so yeah, we rude. Do. We're like, actually oh. having a blast. Yeah. It's actually quite fun. Like you'll know when it's not fun anymore because neither one of us are laughing. We're just staring at each other being like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Like you can hear it in the tone, right? Like he'll drive off and he's like, love you, bitch. And I'm like, love you too, fucker. And everyone's like, um, <laughs> are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, we're fine. We do that all the time. 
I also tell him on multiple occasions that I'm going to kill him one day and make it look like an accident at work because I'm still the <laughs> beneficiary of your life insurance policy. <laughs> it's not Never ever going to happen. It's just a joke. But like people yeah. around us, they're like, I don't know if you're serious or not. Maybe you are. But like <laughs> that playful stuff, keep that shit alive. You know, like... At, at the end of the day, if, if you don't have great communication, at least you can freaking laugh with one another. Even if you've had a hard day or you're mad at each other, there are so many times where we've gotten into arguments or we've gotten into debates. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm not talking to you till tomorrow. Because <laughs> I'm a snob <laughs> and my nose is in the air and I don't, I don't care. And then he'll say something funny and I'm like, shit. <laughs> don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> And then he'll walk away or he'll walk out of the room and I'm like, (laughs) 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 and then he'll hear it. And he's like, you left. And I'm like, shit. Yeah, I was watching TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) No, those are the ones where he's like, why are you watching the same TikTok over and over? (laughs) No reason. (laughs) It's, uh, was a dog. (laughs) like i don't know (laughs) it was a thirst trap yeah oh man no i think relationships are so complex but like so simple at the same time like really when you really want to boil down like what you need to do you know they're they're so simple but i think it's just the world nowadays that we live in um you know instant gratification every freaking where you turn there's the new shiny thing um you know everybody's afraid of hard conversations and like digging through the dirt the way that like people used to you know and so these things are failing left right and center and it's so much harder to find like a genuine connection now or i mean they've, they've got to be out there like you know i know my self-worth so i'm not putting the work in my self-worth means i deserve better And granted, yeah, absolutely. Like if you're in a shitty situation, you deserve better. And if you know that, you know that. But if you're in a relationship with someone who would legitimately, you know, attempt to move mountains for you, but can't, and you turn around and go, well, that wasn't good enough. I know my self-worth. I'm out. Mm -hmm. Because you're not willing to see the effort a person was willing to put in. You're just a shitty person. Yeah. Right? You're one of those people who who probably should be single because it's easier. Because no one's ever going to be able to live up to your expectation of your self-worth. Mm-hmm. Your self-worth shouldn't be something that people have to live up to. Your self-worth is something you hold yourself to. Self. <laughs> yeah. Keyword. Self. Self. Not expectation of another person who is not you. You are in charge of your own happiness. Well, and self-worth doesn't mean that you just get off scot-free. You you just know what you're not going to handle, like what you're not going to take anymore. Yeah. And you know what you, like you have a baseline of yeah. like, going into this a is relationship, who makes- 
this is what I'm not willing to deal with. This is what yeah. I'm not okay with. And yeah. you know, if, if you can compromise, great. If the other person can compromise even better, but you mm -hmm. can't, you know, go into something and be in like a relationship or, you know, six months down the road, be like, mm, my self-worth says I deserve better because this is boring. Yeah. Like that's not okay. And I, I see that and all I'm... the time. All the time. Yeah. All the time. I see it on like TikTok and all this. And I'm like, really? But then That's you the have worst really great people who want to be in relationships and, you know, want that, you know, true love Nicholas Spark movie kind of situation. But then they get ruined by people. And then they never, they never attempt it again. Mm-hmm. Self-entitled, you know? That's the kind of thing. I don't know. Fuck, this could go on forever. People are just. It's just not what it used to be, you know, and it's sad and it's sad that it's probably going even farther down that way. But like, I am honestly scared for like when my kids one day date and it's like, gosh, what's going to be what's that going to be like, you know, so freaking AI dating like I, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, on the note of relationships, each one is individual. Everybody's individual. We're all going to mm -hmm. have our own individual, like expectations, wants, needs, and like all, all of the things, the love languages, everything you want out of a relationship. Yes. Your self-worth is important in a relationship, but it's important in the beginning of a relationship. It's important yeah. in the middle of a relationship. It's an important for the long term of a relationship. But you can't change what that self-worth means in a relationship. That bugs me. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out a way to be like, okay, that's the end of relationships for today. Because we could be here until tomorrow. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like we kind of we're pretty open and honest about how we feel about relationships. And I feel equally we've kind of like experienced both, you know, bad and good ends of the relationship spectrum, if you will. Mm -hmm. So, you know, take what, what we say with whatever kind of, you know, um, amount of advice you want to use use it, listen to it, understand it, but it, it doesn't have to be your opinion or, it doesn't have to be, you know, what you truly believe or think about relationships. And if we like left something out or we're totally on like left field, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I love that aspect of things is when people actually like feedback and they're like, no bitch, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, uh, the fire is out, the stump is burnt and we're going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Episode drops every Saturday. Yep. Follow us on Instagram. Facebook. Links are down below. <laughs> Bye, bitches. <laughs> Bye, bitches. <laughs>